welcome to Life of the Brand. Um, as you notice, this is not the set, and that is not Tyler or Steven. Um, I'm here in Albuquerque, uh, where we have our satellite office for Griffin Wicked Warehouse 75, and I'm talking with my friend Jacob Fox. I don't even know Tyler or Steven. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the reason I wanted to have Jacob on the show, and the reason that we're kind of starting this uh, this kind of interview segment uh, from what we usually do is I wanted to talk with some professionals in their fields about branding and advertising and marketing. So Jacob, along with his brother Isaac and his dad and their partner Tyler, have um, a company called New Mexico Capital Partners. So uh, just for the sake of the camera, tell me a little bit about what all that encompasses. Yeah, so um, New Mexico Capital Partners used to be called Fox Investments, and um, it was a real estate company that I started with my dad maybe four or five years ago, and we actually went to a real estate seminar where they were like, hey, when you're branding your business, don't use the word investments and don't use any part of your name. <laughs> my last name's Fox, so I'm like, perfect, we did both of those wrong. Um, so a rebrand was always kind of in the cards, and... Um, we rebranded to New Mexico Capital Partners, so it's a little bit more of a all-encompassing umbrella company. That way we can um, decide if there's any other industries that we want to get into, and um, that way we're not specifically tied to a house flipping model for forever, or yeah. even investments for that matter. So um, New Mexico Capital Partners now is an umbrella company that covers a house flipping company, a coffee company, um, a lot of different LLCs that own individual commercial buildings and then um, kind of up for other business models in the future. So. Yeah, which is why I wanted to sit down with you and discuss specifically from a branding perspective to this point with New Mexico Capital Partners, you have, um, as that company, created four or five other brands or are in the middle of creating four or five other brands, one of which I'm wearing a shirt for, Little Bear Coffee. Check that out. It's just about to open. It's going to be freaking sweet. But tell me a little bit about creating four or five different brands at the same time. And what have you noticed is different about each of them? Sure. So, um, you know, I think first and foremost, we've had to detach our own personal preferences or ideas on what makes a good brand or not a good brand. Um, and you have to approach every single subsidiary company or even New Mexico Capital Partners as our umbrella company with the idea that each brand is gonna kind of take on like a life of its own similar to a work of art or a song or a relationship or even a person, you know. Um, so really a brand should be a reflection of what you want your customer's experience to be. And even more so it should be a reflection of the community of people that's behind that brand. So a good example would be that um, when we did the New Mexico Capital Partners branding, we tried to make it something that was a little bit, a little bit modern, a little bit forward thinking, had a bright pop of color. So it's a little bit more approachable, but we used, um, a graphic designer who also did photography on every single one of our home flips, um, for like before and after photos and listing photos and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, we were very intentionally trying to include people that we were already doing business with understood our business, understood some of our goals. And then to contrast that, when we did the branding for the coffee shop, um, one of our managers who's going to be running the coffee company also kind of dabbles in graphic design and he came up with the whole script logo and yeah. um, 
and we kind of brought a lot of our peers really and more friends that are our age as opposed to professionals that we're doing business with um, on board with kind of giving some constructive criticism on the branding of the coffee company as opposed to like a really flexible anchored in real estate umbrella conglomerate at some point yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. whatever but um, you know being able to detach yourself enough to see both of those business models through two different lenses I feel like is important in um, developing a brand that's really authentic and really true to what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, absolutely. And that kind of leads into something that's been really interesting about what we've been talking about as we've just met and talked about these brands over the last little bit. Uh, each brand has really become a character. Yeah. And you've been viewing each of these brands as a character in a larger story. Sure. So I think that's pretty cool because then at that point, you're able to bring in people that are involved directly with it, that know what that character is, that already understand an essence of that character to develop the brand around. Yeah. And then and then if you approach each one of your brands by being more the editor instead of the creator in the content, yeah. right, to where you can sort of um, make sure that the excellence of each brand or the the refinement or the fact that it's embodying the uh, culture of your business, I guess. Um, you can still be the person that oversees all those things and make sure that you feel like those goals are being accomplished throughout the creation of your brand. But, you know, you don't have to be the person that's like in the trenches creating the brand every single time. And you can pull in different groups of people to help contribute to the aesthetics and, and the heart behind it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's why Griffin Wink is doing branding on on our Busco project mm -hmm. as opposed to any of the other people that we've used in the past, right? Yeah. Kind of just gives some more diversity, but it's also something that you guys are more involved in than any of the other people are that we've done business with before. Yeah. So. And that's kind of a key tenant of entrepreneurship is making sure that you have the best group of people that understand the project the best at each point in each given company, making sure that that brand, that character yeah. uh, develops in the right kind of way and in a lean way and in a way that starts it up so that it can be successful. So I think one more question that I've got for you is, um, as someone who's in the midst of creating all of these brands and launching these different companies, what is the one piece of advice that you have for someone who's maybe trying to do the same thing? Sure. So, uh, Kevin had to re-ask the question because I gave like a 10 minute long answer as I was thinking through things. But ultimately what it comes down is to synthesizing the idea that aesthetically you want your brand to be versatile as well as simplistic. Mm -hmm. um, so not to get too complicated, but also within its simplicity, you have the versatility to do some other things with it. So I'll just go through a couple super quick examples based on the two businesses that we talked about. Um, so with Little Bear, we have like like a, a script, yeah, on his t-shirt. We have a script logo that has it all spelled out. We have a hex, which is like this iconography and a shape. And then um, if we ever wanna use something that's a little bit simpler and a little bit different, we have like this logo that's an L and then like this cool lightning bolt and then a B next to it. So with all three of those elements, you know, we have print font, we have script font, and we have a shape. And so regardless of how you use those things, like we're using a hex tile as the backsplash in mm -hmm. our coffee shop. So like yeah. you can kind of carry that branding element throughout the whole feel of the space. Um, and then with New Mexico Capital Partners, we tried to create like a more credible font with a pretty vibrant pop of color. So it's kind of differentiated and you're not something super boring like 
a random real estate company <laughs> like Remax or Keller Williams, right? Um, but then if we ever come up with some other subsidiary companies like New Mexico Capital Development or Capital Consulting or something like that, um, you could change the M to where it's a different pop of color, but it's all very similar in the branding to where all three of those things um, play off of each other and then the customer knows that they're all related to each other. Yeah. So I guess keeping in mind the simplicity and versatility, you just want to cater to your customer demographic and make sure that they um, are approaching your business with the correct um, preconceived notions of what you do and who you are and why you're doing those things. Yeah. Well said, man. Thanks. Thanks, Jacob, for sitting down and talking just for a few minutes with us. Don't know yet if this is going to be a standalone episode or if I'm throwing it back to Tyler and Steven in the studio. So, Tyler and Steven, back to you, maybe. <laughs> <laughs>